right, hey, is this mic on? Cool. All right, hey, um, welcome. Wow, it's been a long time since I've done a podcast. Um, I can't even remember the last time I had a mic in front of my face and just talking. Uh, you probably wonder why. I mean, there's a million reasons why. Um, and I'm going to walk you through what's going on in the life of Jason and where we're at as of today, January 24th. And hopefully um, we can start, or I specifically can start pushing out more content over this platform like I promised you a long time ago. So, you know, the last time we did anything that I can remember in terms of podcast was uh, with our last guest, uh, Brian Woodruff. It was a great podcast. We had a great time. But, you know, just life kept rolling and throwing punches at me. Um, uh, my One of my children, Spencer, passed away on Thanksgiving. He was uh, about a year and a half old. Um, rest in peace. We miss him every day. But with that came uh, a little piece of joy um, in Cody. He was born two months ago. And man, he's, uh, he's awesome. So, um, don't want anybody to be too depressed about my situation, uh, because we do have Cody in our lives and he's a little awesome kiddo. Um, yeah. So had that happen, that going on, you know, the holidays brought a lot of cheer, um, in our lives, a little bit of depression, but we got over it. Um, and don't mind the, the noise in the background. That's, that's highway 58. Very, very busy road right next to the gym so i'm at crossfit habu right now um and you know speaking of crossfit habu is is just rocking and rolling we got crossfit mongoose which is rocking and rolling we decided to relocate our kids program to crossfit mongoose um, we started mongoose 30 which is a cardio centric um non-barbell type of class that only lasts 30 minute, minutes um we've We've got the ball rolling on our Waking Lions performance and rehab clinic. Really excited about that. Um, and by extension, you know, we have our YouTube channel and our podcast, which hopefully I can get more content out. It being the season of the Open, with the Open about a month away, I really need to, you know, stay focused and get this going. So I will do it. But yeah, so, you know, that's been going on. Got a lot of, uh, just a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, just got back from Thailand, did the Thailand throwdown, came in second in the Masters division, which was pretty cool, pretty exciting. Um, that's probably what I'm going to segue into today in terms of talking. I do want to talk a little bit about being an older athlete or, you know, I guess you can call me an athlete or a competitor in the uh, domain of CrossFit. Um that's what I kind of want to start talking about and, and kind of give some people an idea of what it takes at this level. My level is more of a part-time gig. I do it for fun. It, some people may consider it, you know, really intense. I consider it more of a kind of a hobby. Um, I'm, I don't do it full time. I'm not sponsored by a million people or a million sponsors. I I actually broke even with the amount of money I spent to go to Thailand versus the earnings that I won. So there's really nothing to be made. Um, but I do want to talk about um, being a competitive athlete in the domain of CrossFit 
doing it as an older athlete. I am considered a master's athlete. I turned 36 in about four months, a little less than four months. So I want people to understand, you know, what, what it's like. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's important for people to know that um, I'm human. I'm a regular guy. And I've just been very, very lucky and fortunate. Um, and that's why I am where I am today. But also a lot of it is hard work. And that's never to be put to the side and thought of as an afterthought. You have to still put the work in to get the things that you want out of it. So people ask me all the time, you know, why do you do CrossFit? Um, or why do you kind of... Uh, why do you kind of approach it as a sport? Like, what, what, what's got you doing it? You know, what, why do you do it? Why do you use it as a fitness method? And I think for me, primarily, it's I really enjoy training. I, you know, I've been doing it since I was, I want to say 13 years old, probably, you know, ever since I started playing competitive sports um, at a high level, ninth grade, you know, played football, played baseball, um, you know, swim team, tennis, you name it. I played sports. I was, I never had a break. Um, and I played at a pretty high level, but we still, you know, back in those days in the nineties, we were lifting weights literally in the basement of the gym, slinging iron. We didn't have a lot of crazy things going on. It was just, you know, bench, power clean, squat, press. That was it. So I really enjoyed it though. I really enjoyed training. And yeah, you know, a lot of people like to compete. I don't necessarily uh, like to compete or I didn't like to compete. I, I enjoy training more than anything. Uh, but I also like to be in an environment that really pushed me. And um, for me, being comfortable is being uncomfortable. You know, I want to, I want to leave the gym and, with my butt kicked. I want to leave um, a little bit like, holy cow, what just happened? And that gives me a sense of accomplishment. And then from there, it just, you know, it kind of evolved and manifested itself into, all right, you know, I'm, I'm actually not bad at this um, per se. Let's see where I can go with it. And, you know, I, I was afforded the opportunity uh, once I got out of the Marine Corps to really step on the gas and, and do that. And I got really fit really fast. Now, this was... Uh, three years ago. So I was 31, 30, 31, 32, around that time period, S super fit. Everything's going great. And then I started to warm up the same way and train the same way. As I started to get older, I never really dialed it down. And my returns started to diminish to the point to where it almost became a why I started asking myself, why am I doing this? You know, I wasn't, I was actually not getting fit anymore. I wasn't progressing. Um, my path wasn't becoming linear anymore. I was plateauing. I was constantly saying hurt. Um, yeah. And it was just it, frustrating. Now, granted, there was some other things in my life that were, you know, some stresses that was, that were in the mix, but nonetheless, it, it was just getting bad. And I, I was listening to a podcast um, during this time, and I remember it was it, it spoke very, very eloquently about being a master's athlete. And I told myself, I'm not a master's athlete. You know, I'm, I'm 
I'm 34, 35 years old. You know, there's no way that I'm breaking down because I'm getting older. It's because, you know, I'm not training right. That's what it is. But that's it. As you get older, you need to start kind of navigating what your priorities are and understand that training is actually not the number one priority, whereas things like sleep, proper rest and recovery, nutrition, um, those things become above and beyond as important, if not more important, than what you're doing in the gym. And it took me a while to really realize this. I want to say about like nine months ago. And ever since then, I realized like, okay, I'm injured. Let's fix it. I took a step back. I stopped doing, uh, you know, traditional CrossFit all the time, every day, all, you know, for two hours a day, just I, I stopped beating my body up. And I just started, I, I, I took advantage of the fact that I could do it anytime I wanted throughout the day. I own a gym. So why not fix what's going on with my body? You know, I reached out to a few individuals. I reached out to um, my buddy Ed Haynes over at Coastal. He helped me out a lot um, in the rehab process. I reached out to Active Life, RX. They helped me out a lot. And ultimately, they put me in a position to where I became healthy again. But I really, I, I regressed in my fitness, though. I was, my shoulders were healthy again. My hips were healthy again. My wrists were healthy again. My... Everything was good, but I wasn't as fit as I used to be. And that's very frustrating because you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to commit to this idea to get healthy again because I'm getting older. And then you do it, but you're not as fit as you used to be. And, you're, and then you start to ask and question, like, why am I doing this again? I mean, it's, it's a revolving door. So all that occurred and I decided to kind of test my fitness out. And I went to Bangkok, I want to say six months ago. And man, it was a shit show. <laughs> I was not fit compared to my peers. You know, I got my butt kicked um, relative to where I should have been. And it, it was an eye opener. And I really had to, I sat down with my wife and I was going to quit doing CrossFit as a competitive um, entity. And, you know, she told me pretty much you're an idiot. You know, you know as well as I do that you're not fit right now because you've been rehabbing XYZ. So, you know, take a step back and train. Train right. Get a good coach. And, we'll, and then go from there. So I decided to get a new coach. Um, and she's great. Um, she has really, she really understands my needs. And she also understands that, you know, I'm, I'm almost 36. And this goes back to being a master. So I can't train, you know, two hours a day every day of the week. Um, and I can't be, you know, crushing, you know, 90%. Um, Wonder at maxes. I can't, that's just not what I should be doing. In fact, I barely lift weights in a traditional sense. You know, I'm, I'm barely touching percentages or anything like that. So 
I got on board with Training Think Tank. I started training with them, and they understood the needs and the wants, and they understood I was a master's athlete, and that we prioritized you know, recovery, and we, re- we prioritized my warm-ups. That was very specific, and my cool-downs. So by prioritizing my warm-ups and my cool-downs, that really, really became a game-changer um, to the point to where I was almost wondering you know, out loud, could I even lift the, you know, the amount of weight that I'm used to lifting, you know, my, my one rep max snatch is 255. So 90% of that is around 235. And I was curious, like, could I even hit 235 anymore? And, and the same thing goes with my clean and jerk, you know, my, my 90 to 95% clean and jerk is like 285, 295. And I was very, very one, you know, I was very hesitant to even try it because I didn't want to put myself in a position to fail. My coach, you know, told me, don't worry about it. You know, we'll get you there. We'll get you fit. And sure enough, you know, I got prepped, got ready, um, signed up for the Thailand throwdown, tested some workouts, felt really, really good. My nutrition coach really helped me. Alex Macklin, shout out, really helped me prepare for it. And the biggest difference that put me into the position to where I think I did rather well is that. I was fit, but I was also prepared based on and relative to my age. You know, I knew and I strategized how to approach those workouts and maximize during those workouts. You know, I ate appropriately. I fueled appropriately. And, you know, I went in and a good example of how fit I was comparable to where I was, you know, six to nine months ago is the last three workouts were a one rep max snatch, one minute rest, Fran, one minute rest, a one rep max clean jerk. And I won all three of the events in a row. I snatched 90%. I hit 235. I won Fran. I didn't want to go super fast. So I did around three minutes and I had enough gas in the tank to hit about 90%. I think it actually hit about 88%. But nonetheless, clean and jerk, 275, uh, more than enough to get that total. And that was the last three events of the weekend. So what does that say? Well, it doesn't mean that I'm superhuman. It doesn't mean that I'm some sort of outlier. I know I'm not. What it means is, is that I, I took a step back I looked at this picture that I, ha- that I have in my head of where I am, where I want to be, and how I'm going to get there, and where I used to be. And will I ever be 30-year-old or 31-year-old Jason? No. I'll never be 35-year-old Jason again. Um, but I will be 36-year-old Jason here soon, and I need to understand the pros and cons associated with that. And I also need to identify how to maximize my potential at this age. Short podcast, but ultimately what I want to leave you with is this. It doesn't matter how old you are. Fitness and health and wellness is all relative. It's relative to your age. It's relative to your environment. It's relative to your um, training age how long you've been working out in a gym environment, 
and it's relative to the environment that you are in outside of the gym. You know, are you, do you go to the bars a lot? Do you party? Do you drink? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you, you know, do you get seven to eight hours of sleep a night? Do you have a lot of kids? Do your kids keep you up? Do you have a full-time job? Do you, are, you know, are you working nights? Are you working days? What type of food do you eat? You know, are you eating the correct amount of food? Are you drinking water? How much water are you drinking? You know, how, how many hours a day do you sit in your car to drive to and from work and to and from the gym? Those things really, really add up and mean something in the grand scheme of things. I hope this podcast leaves you with a little bit more information. I hope it leaves you with an idea of who you are, where you were, and where you want to be. And I really look forward to talking to you guys again. Have a great day. Send me